0: All right, before we get into it, we want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Anchor. And if you haven't already heard of Anchor, it's seriously the easiest way to make a podcast, guys. And it's how we distribute Draft Queens to your earballs and out to all of you. And not to mention it's free. So if you're thinking about making your own podcast, or if you just want to check out other podcasts, go to anchor.fm or download the Anchor app today. All of the What's up everybody? It's your draft queens and Michelle is back, I'm back for it, 2020. Finally, it's Kate and Michelle here. And guys, we are finally back on the show together for the new year. Michelle, how do you feel? How was your new year?
1: I feel refreshed and ready for this new year. That's how I feel. <laughs> I, I It's like hard for me to have, like get my brain fully back into like life mode. Yeah. Because I definitely disconnected from everything for two weeks.
0: Okay, well tell us what you did because we haven't heard from you.
1: I went to my cabin and sat around. <laughs> it's like I was talking to someone about this the other day and I feel like most of the time over the holiday it's just like you say, oh, well, I'm not going to work so that's... That's good enough. For me, I was like, no, no, I'm just not going to do anything. Nothing. Just like completely change up my like daily regimen. Like watch some movies, cook some food, hang out outside. Yes, it was cold, but who cares? Yeah, just I totally
0: just disconnected from everything. It was oh, amazing. Well, you mentioned this in our 2019 show. Mm-hmm. My, my burning question for you coming back this new year is whether or not you did your fish dinner on Christmas Eve.
1: Oh, no. Oh, my God. No, we didn't. We didn't. We totally switched it up and did like a whole like roast chicken and ham kind of traditional non-Italian for the first time ever, (laughs) non-Italian. We just switched it up a little. I'm a very bad cook when it comes to fish. I have like a few fish that I'm really good at. Not many. So to try to do seven, I was like, this is going to fail. People are going to probably get the stomach bug.
0: Well, do you have any, any standout? moments so I guess the last time we recorded the show was right before Christmas so like the week leading up to 12 20 when everybody hit the road and headed out for yeah Chris, for the holiday break so now that we're back what is like your one highlight from the end of 2019 going into 2020 um we bought a pickup truck you did yeah i actually
1: didn't know that maybe that's my highlight wait what a pickup truck we've gone full full upstate mode and bought a pickup truck what the fuck i don't even know if we had it i don't think we had it when i last saw you because we bought it right before we like went up and out for the holiday
0: what kind of a pickup truck did you get and what is the the need for said pickup truck i mean
1: you know it's cabin life it's upstate life there's snow we had to get firewood like we are proper like upstaters on the weekend so we got a we got a toyota tacoma pickup truck it's pretty it's pretty badass what is lie. what does it look like and it's white with like big dope black rims that i made my husband get okay that's pretty cool <laughs> that's pretty cool it's it was that's my end of year highlight again see like just totally off the grid let's do something crazy well listen It's also your birthday in three days. It's also your birthday in more than three days. Six days. Six days. (laughs) I'm so bad at math.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's your birthday in three days, so happy birthday. I'm so glad... It's our birthday episode. It's our birthday episode. It's our birthday episode. I'm so glad you could treat yourself to an early present. It's a good one. It is. And we have some festivities coming up. We do. So by the time this episode drops on Friday, Friday's a big day for us. Friday is a big day for us. Friday is... The day that we, we every year for the past four years, at least have celebrated a joint birthday and we do it in New York. It's one of the very few days every year that I can say fully and fundamentally, I remember like half of it and that's how much fun (laughs) it is. That's generous. Half. (laughs) (laughs) But we have that coming up on Friday. So overall, starting the new year with a bang. What's your uh, end of 2019 highlight? What is my end of 2019 highlight? Well, you're not going to like it. Well, when did it happen? It, it, it happened <laughs> It happened this past weekend. And, ah. you're, and you're not going to like it. No, she doesn't like it. She doesn't like it. The only thing I will say, and if you guys follow our Instagram account, at the Draft Queens on Instagram, you already know. You definitely follow us. Uh, I hope you follow us. <laughs> but if you do follow along... I was up in Foxborough, Mass. Here's the thing, though.
1: This is why you can't say this. You need why? to think something else because that why? happened in the new year.
0: Oh, so you're talking like leading up to that? Them? Could be
1: your your num- That could be mm. your favorite new decade memory, okay. and it should be
0: okay. So maybe my favorite but before memory before that.
1: What was your end of 2019 favorite thing?
0: So I went bowling on New Year's Eve. See, I
1: knew we would get a fun story out of this. I went bowling <laughs> on
0: New Year's Eve, and it was like it's this place in Brooklyn. Called Brooklyn Bowl which you're very familiar with but for anyone who has not been before it is an all-encompassing bowling alley concert venue restaurant bar there's like an upstairs area it's it pretty much has everything you could ever want yes and I did that for New Year's. That's fun. We went to a show directly after three hours of a private bowling lane. You bowled for three hours? It's a three-hour reservation. Damn. There, There was no other way to do it. <laughs> You're
1: like, that's it? Yeah. Keep throwing that ball down the
0: they lane. They only let it be three hours, but it went <laughs> so fast. We ordered like food to the actual lane. And then afterwards, one of my favorite artists, St. Paul and the Broken Bones. So fun. Was playing. And I mean, the lead singer is a bonkers he's so good he is so incredibly talented and he also wears like the sequin technicolor cape that he just he was running around the bar tops (laughs) it was incredible it was it was such a highlight it was a good way to end the year yeah good Good. way to
1: end the year now that we know what your end of 2019 highlight was Mm -hmm. now we can talk about your first highlight of 2020
0: We'll keep it light. We'll keep it light, it, but it was most we, definitely. We shouldn't keep it light. It was a big day in Foxborough <laughs> on Saturday, January fourth. There you go. And That's it was good way to start
1: your year. Four days in. It, it was a beautiful day. I mean,
0: <laughs> I, I, like we were talking about earlier, but I, I had gone up there um, with a bunch of Patriots fans. I know you had plans already that weekend, and was devastated to miss you at this game. <laughs> But it was a great game. I mean, all things considered. Um the Titans ended up pulling out a win, which is insane to me still. I didn't actually think it would happen. Really? but I, I had my money line on the Titans. I mean, honestly, we're a Patriots house, but
1: like I wouldn't have put my money on the Patriots. Yeah, I, I, I will cheer for them. Yeah, but I, if yeah. if we were talking money, I wasn't gonna put my money on them.
0: I know there was, was
1: something in the air. We were there we, was We didn't want to like say
0: it, but everyone was just kind of like, oh, about this, well, listen. You and I went to the playoffs. Same kind of situation, yeah. but it was the it was uh the second week of the playoffs. We went two years ago. Yep. That time we went, I was like, "This is stupid." You, I remember you being like, "Okay, we're going to go to this game, and it's going to be fun." But I don't even know how the Titans are in this
1: game. Exactly. <laughs> like, I exactly. remember. Yeah.
0: So two years ago, very different. Very different, story. Yeah. This year, there was. So- I felt it too. Because I
1: had that same feeling. I'm like, the Patriots shouldn't even. Be here, really?
0: I, I know. I felt the same way, which is so bizarre because yeah. this is—I mean, it's the first time in a decade, a decade that they you guys have, wild
1: card, right? Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. That you've even so played. that alone, I think there was just so much psyche, uh, that kind of stuff, and I don't know. It just, it just felt it like across mm-hmm. the board. It mm-hmm. just didn't. It didn't feel like it was. If it did, if they did pull out a win, I would have been shocked. But to your point, I never would have put my money on them that day.
0: Well. It was a hell of a game. Yeah, and we have a lot of playoff talk coming later in the episode. I so. mean, there,
1: there was a lot of crazy games last week, like a lot of really great football to watch. And there's there yes. were other upsets, like the Saints. I cannot believe the Saints are out. I'm like <laughs> fucking. Sh- I'm more Me shocked too. about that
0: than I'm about anything else. I mean, your Kirky cousins though, stepping right up to the plate. <gasps>
1: yeah well it's awesome that you get to start the year that way that is a fun that is a fun way to go and we'll talk a little later about the rest of the playoff picture um and uh some other you know nfl news but props to you thank you round
0: of applause that's very kind of you. you're a true
1: fan you went to the game Uh, and everything and And now you probably have to go this saturday
0: I probably will be back in you Baltimore. You probably
1: need to go. If it's you, way
0: too close. Like, you just have to go. I mean, if you ever see me without this Oilers hat, you'll be, <laughs> it'll be a miracle. Because yeah. I don't think I'm ever taking don't it off. Don't take it off.
1: I think you should leave it on from now until the Super Bowl. Okay.
0: Well, maybe b- down to Baltimore this weekend, but we'll get into that in a little bit. But for now, let's huddle. Shall we? All right. Let's huddle. Okay, ladies,
1: now let's get information. Okay, ladies, now let's get information. formation, say. Okay, ladies, now, All right. We're ready for the huddle. I think I might be a little rusty. I'm not (laughs) sure. As we know, I really disconnected. Sort of means my brain was disconnected as well. So we'll see how this whole reading quickly in a minute thing goes for the huddle for 2020. But, you know, we're gonna try to nail it we have to nail it it's the first thing that we're doing this new year (laughs) it's true it's true should really start the new year off on the right foot and not screw this up
0: well we've got eight headlines here so i think we're we're in a good place to potentially nail this huddle.
1: okay i feel good about it okay we've got a minute on the clock we do once you hit that button Mm -hmm. you're gonna read us our first headline i am
0: okay Uh, yeah you are all right i'm ready all right three two one MRI results are negative on Lakers' Anthony Davis
1: after a bad fall. The Ravens add depth to the offensive line with veteran Andre
0: Smith in advance of their playoff round against the Titans. The NCAA football national champions have been decided with number one ranked LSU facing off against number three ranked Clemson on Monday the 13th. Jason Garrett is out for the Dallas
1: Cowboys as their head coach, and Mike McCarthy is officially
0: in. Speaking of new coaches, the Giants hire Joe Judge, the Redskins hire Ron Rivera, and the Panthers hire Matt Rule. Warriors coach Steve Kerr was fined $25,000 for an on-court tirade. Justin Thomas wins the Tournament of Champions, golf, over Patrick Reed in the Hawaii Tournament. Kate loves golf now. (laughs) Tom Brady said on Instagram,
1: breaking news, I still have more to prove. Whoa, we're early. We're, look at us. Oh, my God. Up That's top. called 2020 efficiency, baby. Up top. Let's
0: go. And I don't even think we stumbled over any of the words this time. No, we actually, for once, just read that <laughs> so cleanly. What Nailed the heck? What is going on? Well, what do you want to piece apart in these headlines? Uh,
1: I'm so happy that the Cowboys finally fired Jason Garrett.
0: I mean... The whole uh, – this happens every year with it the does. coaching rotation. But he's been around for so long. I think long. he was their
1: coach for, like, 10 years. I – Yeah. I – as you know, when we talked about my Emmitt Smith jersey, like, I am, I am always somewhere deep in my heart, always still going to be a, a bit of a Cowboys fan. Right. But I just and, – and I had Dak Prescott as my fantasy quarterback in my league this year, so I paid extra attention. You know what I mean? Like, but I just, like, I would watch them and look at the team – and I'm like, how are these guys not doing better? Like, Dak is great. Zeke is great. Amari Cooper is great. Michael Gallup was great. Like, they have a great... Jason Witten, he's a little old, but he's still great. <laughs> like, there, there wasn't, in my opinion, there wasn't anything that I was looking at them being like, yeah, of course they're not doing good. I was like, so I'm glad they made that decision. The Mike McCarthy thing will be really interesting. He, you know, obviously comes from the Packers. He's, I believe he worked with Brett... Favre and Aaron Rodgers Mm. so I maybe that's a really good sign for Dak you know like as he so I was very happy about that particular higher fire normally I'm like whatever I don't care but I thought that one was
0: like uh we were all waiting for it you know what I mean yeah Time has come. Well, you make a good point, too, because I think the interesting part is I've sort of been watching. I didn't really have anyone except Michael Gallup late in the season who I picked up on my fantasy right, team. Right, so you
1: probably weren't tracking all season, I wasn't. right?
0: Yeah. I-, I wasn't. And usually there are, I mean, great point. You hone in on the teams that you are most focused on, So, especially in fantasy. So I didn't really have anyone on the Cowboys, and I was kind of like peeking in and out. At one point, I was like, is Zeke even playing? Because why are they not winning? Yeah,
1: it's. I think they're It just was a, a not a great, not a great year for them. Mm-hmm. Definitely, you know, he's been there forever, um, but I think it'll be a good change of scenery over there.
0: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And then
1: of course, my boy Tom taking to the gram. You know, he went a little <laughs> silent. Normally, he does his big win. You know, uh, uh, posts, but you know, there was no big win to post about. No, but you know here's the thing and this is like not just because I'm a Patriots fan this is more of like a sports fan competitor type fan like I just respect the fact that I feel like he does always just want to prove more and do more and be better it's like I don't know how that competition it his competition just won't
0: flare out and die Mm -hmm. you know I I totally agree I mean I think that's that's one of the... So if you haven't seen Tom Brady's post on Instagram, first of all, go take a look at it. And I read it earlier today. It, it is a testament. I think some some of what he said is it, it, he just wants to work. Like, yeah, he it, like, he likes to work. So many times on this podcast, and, and a lot of times
1: when Kate and I are just talking about, like, sports and some of these athletes in general, you know, a lot of it is, like fame and money and oh my God and this and that. And and, and that is definitely part of it. And it's not to say that not everybody has a great work ethic, because of course they do. But it's just, I don't know, when you just read something like that, it could have been anyone that wrote it. As I said, it's not, I'm not being extra biased because it's Tom. It's just, it's so great to see that fight in someone to just want to continue to compete and be great at something.
0: Yeah. I'm trying to, I'm right now I'm looking at my phone to look back at his quote. And at the end of it, I mean, it, it's good. I'm, I'm never going to be a Tom Brady fan, but I can res- game recognizes game, you exactly. know? So what, he, what he said is, quote, it's a longer quote. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but he said in both life and football, failure is inevitable. You don't always win. You can, however, learn from that failure, pick yourself up with great enthusiasm, and place yourself in that arena again. And that's right where you will find me because I, I know I still have more to prove. It's just
1: cool. I just I just respect, you know? Yeah. Like, respect. No disrespect, that's for damn
0: sure. Respect him. And the big, I mean, this is not on our huddle headlines, but the big swirl and continued swirl around Tom Brady is that his free agency technically could start Mm. in early March I think March 8th is like the cutoff so I think over the next couple weeks he will have to declare whether or not he's staying with the Patriots moving to a different team like the Chargers or if he's you know just what what is he gonna do he has to make a decision he has
1: to make a decision I'm definitely having like old like Like, you know, Yankee dynasty scaries. And I remember what happened, like, Mm. when that all started to fall apart. Like, it's just, it's, but it's the natural progression of, of teams and of athletes. I mean, like, they're going to move on. They're going to do this. Like, I remember when certain Yankees, you know, stayed and that was really exciting. Other ones left because it was going into rebuilding. Who knows what that means for, in this, you know, scenario. Like, if you're Tom Brady's age and you want to keep improving, do you go somewhere where you have a better chance at winning a Super Bowl before you retire? maybe yeah or do you still have like the confidence to feel like you want to stay a patriot and play it out there like I can only imagine the things that go through someone's head having to make like decisions like this but yeah it's it's definitely commendable that
0: still just want to get out there and play do you well he sits to me in the middle of like the perfect the perfect middle between the Drew Brees effect and the Peyton Manning effect Peyton goes on to a different team, yep. goes on to win a Super Bowl, yep. just kills it in his second career after right. the Colts. Drew Brees is still I'm hanging around. I'm just slink, crying for Drew Brees. Slink. Yeah, but he's got just the same work ethic, you know? I know, but it, I'm just crying for him after I, so that loss. He's just such a nice guy. He I just want is. him to succeed, you know? Um, but... It could go either way, I feel like, depending on what Tom decides. Do you have a, before we like wrap up this section, what is your knee-jerk reaction? Or if you had to make a prediction, what do you think he's going to do between now? Armed with the information we had, it sounds like he thinks he's coming back. What do you think he's going to do? I think he's going to spend a lot of time
1: talking to his buddy Bill Belichick and see what (laughs) Bill's going to do. That's what I think. You don't think? Okay. That's what I think. Okay, I, I kind of think where whatever Bill does, Tom does, because there could be a world where he's not the coach anymore either. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just what happens when the quote unquote dynasty is over. Like sometimes when it's over, it's over, and you just got to move on and change yeah. some things up. I, who knows? But I just think he'll.
0: I think he'll stick with whatever Bill, Bill does. Well, if that's the case, and I agree with that. I I think Bill will go to the grave with his cut-off sweatshirts. <laughs> he definitely will take that to his grave. And he's not going to quit coaching until he's an old man. And I've said I've said this from the very beginning. I still believe it and I think all the hype around Tom, like going into free agency, or Tom going to the Chargers, or Tom going to the Titans. I think it's all bullshit. I think Tom is gonna stay with the Patriots and Bill and Robert Kraft until he dies. Until they all die. So, gotta leave it on that note. All
1: right. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm excited to talk about playoffs. Playoffs, playoffs. Week playoffs. two, playoffs. We got some good matchups coming up. We do, and now we have all of the the first round of losers seeded out after okay. the wild card games.
1: So, first round of losers. Yes. Drum roll, please. Brrr,
0: Goes to the Patriots, as we already know. God, I'm sorry.
1: Goes to the Buffalo Bills. But hey, you know what? Yeah. Good on wild card for the
0: Bills. They they had a fucking great season i also really think deep down in my heart that they should have won that game i also think deep down in my heart they should have won that game of course they should have yeah, won that they should have won that game they of course, course they should have they, they should not they should not have lost that no, game. i agree um
1: the next round of losers goes to the eagles by sayonara i hate philly fans so bye lost Here. one sorry yeah. guys bye everybody sorry guys um and then the saints the Saints tremendous game like holy shit what an awesome game to watch yeah. But like you, like we were just saying, I'm just really sad for Drew Brees.
0: I am too. I am too. You know, what's funny because we just so quickly wrote off the Eagles. And then I, I, I was talking to someone about this the other day or last weekend during uh, Titans Patriots game, because I went up there and I was like, oh, the fans are so nice. Like, why do I hate the Patriots so much? I think a lot of it has to do with your fan base. A lot of it. Right. Like I love the Saints. But the Patriots
1: fans are nice.
0: You just know, said they were but nice, they're, but they're. But that's what got me thinking about it. Oh,
1: okay, Be- okay. But because, well, yeah, I'll, I mean, everybody I, hates Philly fans because everybody hates Philly fans. So yeah, therefore, exactly. I hate the
0: Eagles. Well, also, everyone <laughs> hates. Patriots fans because it's a bunch of mass holes and no offense Uh, lots of I'm sure there are lots of mass holes listening right now which is good and fine like you are your own legacy and like people love to hate the Patriots and that's part of the appeal of it all oh yeah same thing with the the Eagles like I saw that the Carson Wentz helmet smash and I was like oh excellent Oh, excellent. And then I was like, what is wrong with me? But anyway. I know what you you mean. Just an interesting thing, but neither here nor there. And then there's like the Drew Breeses of the world where I'm just
1: so sad for him. But what a freaking. So another fun fact last week, two of the four wildcard games went to OT. That's bizarre. And I almost feel like, in a weird way, these things are like rigged. I like, I know they're not, but really? Like. They, two of them went to OT, like... So
0: it was the Vikings who kicked a field goal? No, the Vikings scored a touchdown to win. That was it? Okay. Yeah. And then the other one, was that the Seahawks? That was, no, that was the Bills-Texans. It was? Yep. Okay, that feels like a distant memory. I I was...
1: yeah, I know. Well, you know, when these when these start games on a Saturday, it's like, woof! Jeez, it's gonna pull. be a long, it's gonna be a long weekend. It's gonna be another long weekend. But so now that we've now eliminated four teams in yes. the wild card round, and
0: shouts to all of you who were rooting for those teams. Totally, right? I know the agony of defeat. It's happened so many times as a Titans fan. So
1: it's actually funny. I was thinking about this because you know how we were talking about playoffs, obviously a few months ago around baseball, and how much I hated the wild card for baseball mm. because it's a one car, uh one game playoff and then you're eliminated yes but typically in baseball you know all the other series or five games seven games whatever best of you know in my head I was kind of like man imagine if the divisional round of football playoffs was best out of five and they had to play five football games no. to
0: win I would I would exit my fandom from the oh game of football Oh my god, I don't no. know
1: why that popped into my head I think I was just thinking of wild card in general of like, yeah oh man must be extra stress because it's a one card, pl- but that's but for or a one game playoff. But in football, everything's just a one game yeah. playoff. They're like yeah, the only yeah.
0: ones that don't do like a series, it's a death match. It is a death match. As I yeah, I I like took this. I did in the car up to Foxborough an audio recording, which I played for Michelle before we started the show today. And I you'll get a very fun bite from that. Maybe I'll put it at the end of the podcast. You can, you guys can listen to my predictions <laughs> live in real time on the way to the Patriots. You would game. also make an excellent. Um, weather woman thank you yeah yeah i used some really really technical (laughs) vernacular like spitting spitting between 45 (laughs) and 53 degrees outside on my way up um but wait why was i saying this uh death match death match yeah it's a death it's i think i referred to it as like a bloodbath but it's just like a one game death match it's in the playoffs which is great which is great
1: this week's Bloodbath.
0: All right, where sh- where shall we start? Should we just go in order? Let's go in order. Okay. So again,
1: we're starting. We've got two games on Saturday, so you know, you know, I kind of like that you could space it out a little. I do. The other thing is, I feel like I actually sit and watch the game, yes. Whereas when there's nine games on and it's just like psychotic, you know, yeah. so it's kind of nice. So we got we got the the Vikings and the 49ers. It's the first game on Saturday afternoon.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: That game last week was crazy for the Vikings. I think everybody like. Every pregame I watched mm-hmm. from the commentators down to like the interviews with like the, the coaches and the players, everyone just counted the Vikings out. A hundred percent. Like the players and the coaches even knew it. They're like, no one thinks we were capable of winning this game. Yeah. And so the fact that they won it and you saw Kirky Cousins, you know, in yeah. the in the uh, in the um, locker room, locker being room a after dweeb being doing his, his <laughs> Dweeby Kirky Cousins, but you know, I just I mean I think they're definitely riding high on some like great momentum that said I don't know I mean the 49ers the 49ers are great I think their defense is better than the Saints so I don't I don't this can be a great game
0: the moral of the story is this gonna be a great game it is gonna be a great game and what I enjoyed most I think about watching the Vikings play because I watched some of it and what I enjoyed most is they actually like showed up and their offensive line looked really good and it, I think it'll be, like, a nice little evenly matched battle. I
1: think it's going to be a great game.
0: I don't think anyone is necessarily, like, a super standout. I think your the, your right? intuition is correct. Like, the matchup will be tight. That being said, and if we, if we go through all these, we should, like, choose a line in the sand for each of us for who, which team we think will win. But I think, I mean... I think it's going to be
1: a great game, but I'm going, I'm going with the 49ers. Yeah. I, don't,
0: I think it's like, it's going to be a great game, but it's going to be a no brainer. Yeah. Do you know and what I'm saying? I'm
1: going for, going for the Niners. And
0: they'll just run away with it at some point. George Kittle's just going to curb stop someone and they're going <laughs> to run their way through the fourth quarter and just blow everyone out of the water. Yeah,
1: that's going to be, it's going to be a good one. I'm going, I'm going Niners on that one. Okay. Me too. Me All right.
0: Too. Now this next one, I think you should, you should kick this off. Well, of course we've got titans ravens on saturday night football in baltimore kate will be there i will most certainly try (laughs) tickets are down to 150 guys hit me up if you're in baltimore this weekend you should do a kickstarter oh man i kind of need one (laughs) um hmm how do we quantify this game how
1: do you feel about this the way i feel
0: about this is ryan Tannehill's a stud it's been confirmed I think he'll be more studly than he was against the Patriots where he Mm. did little to nothing, but he didn't. Here's the thing. This is what separates the Titans from the bills. Ryan Tannehill did not make a mistake. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? I hear you. Yeah. So I think in terms of handing off the ball properly, giving it to the big boy, give it to Derrick Henry, let him run the ball. I'd be interested to see how that works because it's, it's the Ravens and like, the only thing about their, the reason that I thought that the Titans would beat the Patriots is because the Patriots have been lackluster on defense for reasons I don't understand. Totally. I don't think that the I think the Ravens will come well rested. I think their defensive line and their general defense will really be good. hopefully very sound for yeah. their sake, yep. which makes me really scared. Yep. The flip side of that coin, the Titans have an excellent defense as well for the most but like, part. How but how do Lamar you Jackson. stop Lamar Jackson? Like, I don't know. I, I, I'm honestly now that
1: the Saints are out because that was my early Super Bowl, yeah. inkling. I, I mean, I don't know how you stop Lamar Jackson. You don't. And I just feel like they're going on a Super Bowl run.
0: Yeah, you don't. I mean, my pick. When we were talking to Tim Hightower, was the Ravens for the Super Bowl? Oh yeah, we got to get back. We got to shout Tim back. We got to get Tim back on the show and see where his head's at. Yeah, and poor Tim, we got to get him on the show because now his Saints are out. So I feel super bad, but <laughs> he he might need to defer to the Niners. But I mean, my money has been on the Ravens. It remains on the Ravens. I think they're going to take it to the big game bummer for me but I don't think that the Titans will win this weekend yeah
1: I, I I just I just don't see how that happens but hey crazier crazier things have happened I just really don't know how you stop Lamar Jackson I don't I don't freaking insane I don't know if you do but I so do even if the Titans do great even if you're saying like Tannehill's a stud he does his thing he doesn't make any mistakes he hands it off to Derek Henry, all those things could still go well yeah but I just feel like the Ravens are always just
0: cramming it back they're going to you know they're going to I mean the only thing that will help that out is if our offensive line is just as strong as their defensive line yep and if Tannehill actually has time to throw the ball to the other targets which between Corey davis tajay sharp aj brown he's got them he's got them so we'll just see if the offensive line can hold up do i think that they will coming off of a really crazy patriots game Mm. where it was like a highly competitive defensive game no yeah, I don't think that they're going to do it. So. I just think
1: I just think the Ravens and Lamar Jackson are going to be so amped up on, on based on the season and how he's yeah. played. I just,
0: I agree. I think it's going to be one of the less exciting games of the weekend, but that's okay. I'll still be there. Who cares? <laughs> At least you're, you're, t- you're, you're still watching. Your team's still in it, so that's oh, good. The other two games that we have coming up on Sunday are very exciting. I think. I okay. I definitely think they're exciting. I, so Sunday's first
1: game is the Texans and the Chiefs. Yeah. I personally feel like the Texans have no business being in this game. I really think the Bills should have won last weekend. I do too. I also think, like, again, I had some guys on the Texans, so I definitely have followed them for a fair amount throughout the course of the year. Like, I think they should have been better. Like, there were a lot of games that they lost that I was like, how and why? I know they dealt with some injuries, but. Again, I'm going to say the same thing I said about Lamar Jackson. I don't understand how you, you know, slow down the Chiefs.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you look at those two teams, and although, obviously, DeAndre Hopkins and Deshaun Watson are a dynamic pair. totally, That's pretty much it. And and they looked yeah. shitty. They don't,
1: and they don't have a great run game. And the defense is meh. And like I said, how do you stop Patrick Mahomes.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm ho- I, I, the only thing that makes this game kind of interesting is like the Texans are womp, and then the Chiefs also tend to womp. Can also. you define womp? Just like <laughs> shit the bed to start <laughs> and like, or like finish in a lackluster tone. I feel like both of these teams either have a hot day or they have a cold day. Like, you know, when the Chiefs go off and Patrick Mahomes is throwing bombs and That's they're
1: scoring. This one's a no brainer. I don't even think the Chiefs, I, I, I don't think the um, Texans even belong in this game.
0: Right? That's so interesting. Okay. Do you know where they're Ooh, playing? Are we going to disagree? We, we might. Dis- Ooh, we, we might disagree. Do okay, you know Hang where on.
1: I- Let's see. Let's see. This is at Arrowhead. Kansas City. It's this in- is at Arrowhead. Yes. Oh, that's tough. Okay. The Texans were 11 and 6. The Chiefs were 12 and 4.
0: JJ mm-hmm. Watt is back for the Texans. And people love him. Like, they he do. Re- that's great. He gets he gets their team amped up, so I agree, morale I agree. boosting wise, it could be good for their defense. I, I mean, don't know. I'm gonna just go with the Texans for the sake of argument because okay. I know historically too that I mean the um, the Chiefs have lost in the first and second rounds of the playoffs the last two years. I have a feeling that they could make something stupid happen similar to the <laughs> Eagles, where they just like happen to lose for some reason. All right, um, but then again, I also. I also bet against the Texans going into the Bills game. You know
1: that the Chiefs are going to win
0: this game. You mean the Texans? Uh, No,
1: the Chiefs. I think you know in your heart of hearts that the Chiefs are going
0: to win. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I'm going Texans for argument. All right, fine, but fine, but yeah, we'll we'll just have to see. I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to rationalize it. That's all. Fair enough. Okay, and then we've got our last game on Sunday night football to round out the four games for this weekend. We've got Seahawks and Packers. I am going to just tell you right now. Tell me. Fuck the Packers.
1: Oh, okay. I was going to say the same thing. I was going to say the same you. thing. Oh, you. are so you're still so mad at I'm Aaron Rodgers. So, I
0: just can't wait to watch him, like, <laughs> lose. I just, I'm rooting against the Packers. And there is no good reason other than Aaron Rodgers is my enemy.
1: I am so intrigued to see this game because the two teams play so differently. Like when you think of the Seahawks, it's like Russell Wilson kind of like running around, breaking tackles, making these crazy, you know, throws on the run. Mm -hmm. It feels a little more like hectic of a way of playing for the Seahawks. But, you know, clearly it works because they were 12 and five. So, you know, they won. And then you think of Aaron Rodgers as like, doesn't really run, very poised, throws those long bombs. They have Aaron Jones. They were 13 and three. So like, I just see like, They're methodical. Like, yeah, methodical. Like, hectic versus methodical, two very different ways of playing. Um, It will be in Green Bay, Mm -hmm. um, which I don't really think affects it too, too much. I mean, it gets cold and windy and all that shit in Seattle, too. Like, I don't know. I don't think it's going to be that much of a difference. Mm -hmm. Uh, The one thing that kind of hurts Seattle is, like, when they play at home, they've got, you know, their fans, which is, they've always been, you know, like, touted as some of the, you know, craziest fans out there or what or whatever to kind of like distract their opposition i this one's tough yeah it's tough i do think i think the seahawks win
0: you think the seahawks win but
1: i'm but as you can tell in my voice i'm not really sure
0: see i think the packers win you do but fuck that (laughs) I, I think I wish everyone
1: could see Kate's face because like she's actually really pissed about this. I, I think
0: that I think the Packers win, but fuck the Packers. But fuck the Packers okay. is where I'm at. But I because I feel you. I mean, there could be some sort of magic to the disorganization and disarray of the Seahawks and just like chucking the ball to like Metcalf and like maybe maybe the run game like turning out or maybe Russell Wilson scoring or maybe this, maybe that. But I feel like during the regular season at least six of their games were won in the last two minutes, and I just can't. That's I crazy. can't rely on that for a win in. I guess like what is what is this? There's like two more weeks to the Super Bowl. I just don't think it's going to stand up, especially in, in uh, Packers Nation. When How have get to we Green not Bay. talked
1: about the fact that the Seahawks brought Marshawn Lynch back?
0: oh yeah why have we not
1: talked about that <laughs> I guess because
0: he came on for the playoffs literally
1: came back for the playoffs has been like mediocre at best so it hasn't been like a major headline the bigger headline was him actually like coming back to play yeah but um, I don't know I don't know why I think the Seahawks but I guess we'll see I mean we will see we'll see and it's it's hectic versus methodical
0: I like that that uh, yeah way of explaining how I think that game will be okay so to recap I've got going my bets, and we'll have to square up on this next week, depending on who wins more. Uh, (laughs) So I've got 49ers, Ravens, Texans, Packers.
1: All right, so we agree on the 49ers and the Ravens. I'm going Chiefs and Seahawks.
0: Okay. I guess this is it.
1: See what happens. Handshake.
0: Let's do it. See what happens, kids. Well, you guys, you know where to find us. If you're looking for before your. We had some sports betting information on our Instagram and Twitter channels last weekend. We've got you again this weekend. If you have any playoff week two, weekend two questions, just hit us up. We are at the Draft Queens on Instagram. We are at the underscore draft Queens on Twitter. Come find us if you need any advice or simply if you just want to see our shining faces on your feet every day. You know, you do, you know, you do. And if you love the show as much as we hope you do go find us on Apple podcasts, we would love a five-star rating and even a review, but you know, only if you like the show, that would be fantastic. Um, but go find us and yeah, I mean, this is it. We're, we're narrowing in on the end of January where it's the big game in Miami. So we're here for you guys. Happy playoff watching. Happy playoff watching. Michelle, you look like you want to say something. I was trying to find, because you
1: were talking about the, um, you know, the sports betting, so I was trying to figure out which episode we did that in so that people could go back and reference should they want to oh. do, maybe they want to do a
0: parlay. Oh, sports betting 101. Yeah, like which episode was that? um it's in this doc that we're reading oh um this week we're this was um kate's, blah,
1: blah, blah. Or, kate's organized
0: this is episode seven was ah, sports okay. betting 101. brilliant
1: so you should go and listen to episode seven if you'd like to hear all about sports betting 101 because yeah. you know most of people i mean there are fantasy leagues that people do during the playoffs but at this point people are just straight up like picking teams so
0: yeah maybe maybe go do a little parlay that's great advice and last but not least, as a special thank you for tuning in during our playoff run, even though we don't have standard situm, we have a little bonus clip to play at the end of the episode. So enjoy that. It's some of my sports predictions for this past weekend. And I guess we'll, we'll see you next weekend. Let's do it. Let's go. Later. Later. <laughs> Okay, guys, it's Kate, and I am in the car halfway between New York City and Foxborough, Massachusetts, where the bloodbath of the century is about to go down. I was in this position, I feel like, exactly two years ago when Mariota was QBing and we were on our way up to the AFC quarterfinals for the playoffs, and we got absolutely smoked as a Titans fan, and I hate to think about it, but I'm on my way for this redemption story, and my co-pilot and also all the folks that I'm meeting are Patriots fans. I know that Michelle is obviously also a Patriots fan, but we're here to take down the dynasty today, guys. I'm feeling really, really good, Um, at least better than I did last year. It is a medium- kind of temperature day out. It's 40s and 50s. It's pretty foggy. There's a light drizzle. It's just spritzing outside, but it's going to be a great night for football. It's probably going to drop into the 40s, and uh, because it's a rainy day, a lot of my money is going on the guy, our guy, Derrick Henry, as much as I love Ryan Tannehill and all the looks he's gotten this year in, in the regular season, I think this first game of the postseason is going to be kind of tough for our guy. It's a lot of pressure. He's stepped up to the plate before. But, you know, we're just going to have to see if he can if he can throw the ball in this kind of weather. And we all know that Tom Brady always steps up in these kinds of situations. So that being said... I think having Derrick Henry, who just broke or retained the most rushing yards for the regular season for running backs, congratulations, Derrick. You are the man. I love your giant rat tail thing. It's amazing. It's just iconic. Um, I really do. That's that's. I'm not being facetious. I love that, that rat tail thing. Um, but he's our guy today. If it's continuing to spritz like this, like it has been, and... My outcome, I think my prediction for final score. We've seen a lot of these final score uh, in the in the teens and twenties, low scoring. I, I have to agree with it, just given the weather out here and that it's going to be a a high-frequency run day uh, between James White on the Patriots just putting the ball on the ground and then Derrick Henry on the Titans side putting the ball on the ground. I don't think there's going to be any bomb passes unless we see run from maybe one or two from Brady and Tannehill uh, combined. But big run day, low-scoring day, lots of pushing just for a couple of yards. So my prediction, it's got to be Titans 24, Patriots 21. That's the end of it. I'm on my way up to Foxborough. We'll see how it pans out. We'll talk about it live on the podcast when this drops. But guys, keep me in your thoughts and prayers. Love you all. And tighten the fuck up, baby!